You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am once again back in the village of Hawklaw. The village that just doesn't get a break. To take part in this adventure, which is one of a whole lot around here, called The Faces in the Mirror. I start it on a well-travelled road east of Hawklaw. Bark on it. So it begins... The serenity of a bright afternoon stroll along one of the more well-travelled roads east of Hawklaw is suddenly shattered by the blown chilling sound of terrified screams to the west. With your heart pounding, you dash in the direction of the screams, prepared to rush to the aid of desperate, fear-laced cries are still rising into the air. As you bound over the top of a small wise, your eyes fall upon a strange and unsettling sight. Standing in the middle of the road, less than 25 yards from you, is a tall, bulky man, doing his best to shield two small children pressed to the sides, into the sides of his legs. It's what's staring at, what the man is staring at that immediately draws your attention. The southern edge of the road, surging out of the forest towards the threesome, is a massive, undulating wave of grey slime. The man appears to be urging the women to flee, but both the boy and the girl seem to be paralysed with fear, realising without a timely intervention the ferocious slime will soon claim its next meal and charge along the road, attempting to place yourself between the mindless creature and its terrified prey. As you rapidly draw towards the group of three, you begin shouting, 
urging them to free west along the road. Much to relief, your venement were pleated pleas and not in vain. Perhaps stirred to action by the sound of a new voice, the two children, the dolt, suddenly turn and bolt in the direction of Hawklaw. The man glances at you for a moment and then follows at the heels of the fleeing youngsters. Without even a moment's pause, the massive wave of grey slime turns and surges towards you. Bad move on your part, slime. Although, admittedly, I don't think you even have a brain, so I don't really expect you to make smart choices. With no desire to allow this dangerous creature to continue to roam so close to the village, you hold your ground and prepare to engage the surging wave of grey slime. Okay, I'm fighting a wave of grey slime, which surges forward and attacks. Keep surging, I keep bashing. It is slain. 5 XP to gen. 5 combat XP. The wave of grey slime recoils, and the strange creature begins to dissolve. You're about to step forward and strike the slime a final blow to ensure its demise. With the dissolving grey mast suddenly divides. You now find yourself facing two grey slimes. Oh no! The grey slimes surge forward and attack. The opponent's attack has encased your head in slime for 16 damage. Not my head! I need my head to yell mean things about you! Cased my leg. But it is slain. 8 XP. The grey slides recoil and the strange creatures begin to dissolve. You're about to get for set forward and strike each of the slimes a final time. A final blow to ensure their demises when the dissolving grey masses suddenly divide. You now find yourself facing four grey slimes. I begin combat. The grey slimes surge forward and attack. Your opponent's attack has encased your head in slime for 17 damage. Then encases my head again for 11 damage. Yeah, a lot on top of, you know, regular damage. Encases my leg for 15 damage. Not my leg, I need that for kicking. Cases your arm in slime for seven damage. Not my arm. I need that for either using my shield or hitting you with. Yes, nearly done. Nearly done. And slain. Nine XP. Just going to heal now. The grey signs recoil and the strange creatures begin to dissolve. You're about to step forward and strike each of the slimes a final blow to ensure their demises when the dissolving grey slimes, grey masses, suddenly divide. You find yourself facing eight grey slimes. Okay, begin combat with that one. Grey slimes surge forward and attack. Encase my head. Keep rushing forward. Because there's eight of them now, they've got a lot of health. 
even though they should be smaller. So really they should have the same. Yeah, who knows. It's, it's, it's slimes, who knows how they work. Encase the arm, I go into battle wage. Stop dividing and die, yeah. 10xp, the gray slides recoil and the strange creatures begin to dissolve. Okay, stay down. 384 experience to genial. You're about to step forward and strike each of the each of the slimes a final blow to ensure their demises. When the dissolving grey masses suddenly transform into a mirror-like puddle of silver water. With your every sense alert, you edge up to the puddle and peer down at the placid reflective surface. Not a single whipple disturbs the thin silver puddle. As you stare down at the mirror-like surface of the water, you marvel at the clarity of your own reflection. Suddenly, the image staring back at you from out of the shallow mud puddle fades, only to swiftly be replaced by the glowing, wound-emblazoned face of an ogre. The pulse quickens as you immediately recognise the hideous face staring up, up at you from the surface of the puddle to be that of Woundskin. Oh no. I mean, as if Hawklaw hasn't had enough to deal with, with those goblins and the giants and other things and the ants. Woundskin's face suddenly fades. Hose were replaced by a new, equally disturbing image. You watch with growing dread as the image of Castle Baywood takes form on the surface of the silver puddle. Suddenly, the mighty fortress crumbles, leaving only a massive, smouldering pile of stone and timber. Around the edges of the towering heap appears a vast swarm of Otorok moving in formation. At the front of the sinister legion, his slight frame wrapped, wrapped tightly in a black, in a worn black cloak, and his drawn face betraying what could only be hopeless weariness, strides a bent, staff-bearing human. Is that Glenorus? Probably Glenorus. The, the, the army of Otorok at his heels draws an abrupt halt. The man raises his gaze to meet your own. The fierce, wild look affixed to his face sends a shudder through you. In a low, almost trembling voice, the frail man begins to speak. You know nothing! He hisses through, through crept lips, straw trembling as he speaks. Do not again set foot in the wood! Our master has forbidden any further meddling, though it would pay me to, to be forced to effect your demise. You may rest assured that I will not hesitate to do precisely that. With that, the image of the cloaked frail man vanishes, and you find yourself once again staring down at your own reflection on the surface of of the shallow silver puddle. 
No matter of moments, the silver puddle dissolves, leaving behind nothing that serves to indicate it was ever present. Unnerved by the strange, unsettling images you witnessed, as quick witness as wary from the boot, wary as wary from the brutal battle against the space time, you quickly set off for Hawkor, hoping that a flagon of Pipthor's finest will help at least temporarily, to put the troubling incident out of mind. We are 1,024 experience to general, and that finishes this little quest. And a new quest has been unlocked. Somewhere. Somewhere there is a new quest. Is it in... Ooh, there's a quest called the Horseman in Migsprawl. That's, yeah, yeah, that seems like an appropriate one to continue with. It's part of the same saga. So you might as well continue with that one, even if it is quite a distance away. Ventures for this location, the Horseman. Dalodeer. His tunic soaked with blood, turns and shouts a warning to you. In instant, you realise with a mix of horror and admiration that the young knight is about to. Time to start the adventure. And so begins the horseman. For two gruelling days, you doggedly trade the trail of the four riders through the wuggy country west of Lake Iwan in northwest Tulsa. You decide, perhaps even more determined than you to apprehend the vicious brand of brigands, lines a young Rosalian knight named Dradodir. Having received permission of the crown to pursue the or, or outlaws into Tulsa, Dradodir has valiantly kept the dangerous crew on the one, Nearly managed to catch them near both Talonus and Trithic. It was early one morning on the road east of Migsbrough that you first met the young knight of the Order of the Blue Blade when you learned that he has long been in pursuit of four of four murderous brigands. Those frightful justice has taken them across Tusa. You eagerly pledged your assistance. The offer? was well received. The pursuit proved longer and more difficult than you could ever imagined, but not once did you entertain the thought of turning back. Jaladir, whose steadfast determination is nothing short of remarkable, told you that more than once he has vowed to pursue the four men to the end, at any cost, even that of his own life. The blood on their hands is not only that of brave fighting men, he says time and again, but that of women and children. These men are without conscience soup, and this hunt has undoubtedly driven them to desperation. As we overtake them soon, I fear that innocent folk in some remote corner of this great land will have cruelty visited on. I would never forgive myself were that to happen. Three days later... On the northern shores of Lake Iron, you pick up the trail of the brigands and follow it north and west into the rugged, desolate area, wilderness known to most 
Mr. Griffin Clarks. The early afternoon on the second day of your trek into the Griffin Clarks, discover the most recent evidence of the brigand's passing that you've yet encountered since departing Briggsboro. An hour past the ill-concealed, the ill-concealed evidence of a campfire as you climb back along the back of a steep, border-strewn ridge. You catch your first glimpse of the four horsemen. To get to the top of that, wise, we're going to have trouble catching them, says Dryadodir, shielding his eyes as he watches the four black specks moving north towards a tall, tree-covered smoke. I think if we skirt around that to the east, we might just catch them on the other side. What do you think, Zoop? You estimate the widest are perhaps a mile distant, and you completely agree with your companion's assessment. If they disappear over the top of the wise, maybe another day or two before you're able to pick up their trail. So, I'm tracking them. I could use the skill of woodmanship to help out, or rely on my other skills and his skills as well. Use woodmanship. You successfully used your woodmanship skill. 16 XP to woodmanship, 128 experience to general. After surveying the terrain that separates you from the four horsemen, conclude that by riding to the west and passing along the edge of a small bog, you might easily overtake the outlaws before they reach the summit of the wise. You relate this to Dwaradir, the young knight nods. Then that shall be our route, he says, riding up, up alongside, and meeting you in a shoulder cross. I don't propose to foretell events, but it would certainly be an honour, and a great bit of reassurance have you at my side when we catch up with them, Zoop. With that, the two of you urge your seeds onwards as you begin a desperate race to catch the fleeing brigands. The westerly route you've chosen, which skirts the edge of a small but treacherous mire, proves swift and the ground slips by beneath your thundering foos, foos as your steed. Of your steeds, you quickly realise you will likely catch up with the fleeing brigands. 128 experience to general. On a broad, grassy expanse, less than 100 yards from the top of the wise, you overtake the four horsemen. Bursting from a patch of forest on the eastern edge of the slope, the horses near to exhaustion, you and Jaladir, thunder towards, towards the freeing brigands, fully prepared to engage the vicious outlaws. The riders, obviously startled and unnerved by your sudden and unexpected appearance, abandon their flight and turn their steeds about as they draw and brandish their cruel instruments of battle. As they, as they approach, one of the horsemen takes the lead. The broad-shouldered, leather-clad man, his gloved hand, wrapped around the hilt of his drawn sword, turns and barks stern commands to the men following at his heels, ordering them to flee. I'll, I'll, I'll handle this lot, he says, turning back, and disregarding and regarding you and Arda with a fierce scowl. I don't think you'll still be after us, Knight. Didn't think you'll still be after us, Knight. 
picked up a little comfort along the way, have you? As the three horsemen turn their steeds about and begin a rapid ascent, making for the top of the ridge, Daladir, gnawing the leader, glances over at you. I'll round up the others, he whispers. Think you can handle this one well enough, Soup? Take him alive. Impossible. You nod, and with and with that, the young knight starts up the hill towards the three other men, leading you to face the lone brigand who's still riding slowly downhill towards you. He won't catch them, and he'll be sorry soul if he does, scoffs the lone rider, adipply brandishing his sword as he draws you closer. You're the stranger. You're a stranger to this chase, and I don't think you rightly know the difficulties we've endured to make it this far. We're not we're not so enduring now. There's nothing that will spare us from the noose. Not for what we've had to do. You turn about and scarper home, friend. Or you'll land on a bloody pile with that would-be hero of yours. Suddenly, a fierce, almost wild look comes into the man's eyes, and his entire body trembles ever so slightly. The movement of his limbs seems to become somewhat rigid, almost as if his actions are no longer entirely his own. With a grim snarl and no further words, the horseman urges his steed rapidly forward, his blade poised to deal you a deadly blow. It's a mounted brigand. I'm beginning combat. I have no option but to kill him. Because he's just too crazy. The horseman slashes at you with his sword. And I never received any de-escalation training. Although I do have the diplomacy skills in the 70s. That probably works. Horseman slashes you with his sword. He smashes through my defences with a devastating blow for 22 damage. But he's not going very well. Going to battle wage. Why have you made us chase you for so long? You've slain your foe. 9 XP and then 1024 experience to general. The brigand's lifeless body topples from the back of his horse and strikes the ground with a dull thud. His skittish steed turns and bolts to the east towards the line of trees that edge the open expanse. You do good, horse. You do good. Hope you do all right, horse, after all. I mean, it's it's not your fault that it was... A dick that rode upon you. Well, at least one of them didn't get away. The cry, accompanied by the pounding of hooves, turns your attention to the west, where behold Dralador riding swiftly in your direction, sword drawn. She draws up to you, he sheaves his blade, and tells you it was unable to catch up with the three riders. Dralador dismounts and examines the slain man's body for several minutes. Takes nothing, but does place the brigand's sword on his chest and cross the man's arms over it. Well, we didn't get all of them, he says, mounting his horse and staring up at the top of the rise. 
but the worst of them is no longer a threat to anyone. Don't suppose he offers a surrender? No, hardly thought so. Well done. Daladier rides forward and meets you in his shoulder cross. You're about to relate to him the strange transformation that came over the brigand when Daladier suddenly rises his right hand and points to the far side of the grassy shelf. The pulse quickens as you watch the young knight's eyes widen. Soup. Look, he says. Your eyes instinctively dart in the direction of Daladier's outstretched hand, where they fall upon a sight that fills you with dread. Moving out of the trees that that line the western edge of the grassy expanse is an entire legion of Otoraks. You count at least two dozen of the wood and iron minions of Koratau, but it's not the size of the advancing force that unnerves you. You come to the immediate and horrifying... Realisation, this is the first time, save for your initial encounter with them in Ashlar, that you found them anywhere outside the borders of Fogbar. As Dralodir draws his sword and flashes you a mystified glance, you quickly explain to him the nature of the fearless, silent enemy now crossing the grassy divide. He grimly nods and turns to face them. We've been lured here, perhaps indirectly, but lured beyond any doubt, he says flatly, his words echoing the, the very thought now foremost in your mind. Then his eyes widen. A second time he turns to the east. Your, your gaze is already fixed in that direction. Stepping silently from the undergrowth at the edge of the tree line is another large group of Otorok. A sinister magical creation stride through the grass as they close in on you. Well, time to equip that oaken wad then. To fight these Otorok. Surrounded by perhaps three dozen Otorok, she quickly discussed tactics with Jardir. The old knight agrees the best opportunity for victory is to position yourself at the head of the shelf to the north, where the open terrain narrows make it impossible for more than a few of the sinister beings to engage you at once. With no time to spare, the two of you ride upwards to the north. The army of Otorok steadfastly pursues you, advancing swiftly and silently in your wake. When you reach the appointed spot, you turn your steeds about and prepare to engage the advancing legion. It would be an honour! To die fighting at your side, says Dralador, never taking his eyes off the first line. Quoting enemy. But I think that sediment might be a bit hasty. After all, we've got all the advantage. Fighting from the saddle, side by side with the young knight Dralador, you prepare to face the advancing legion of Otorok. As the first of the sinister minions of Kortel draw within melee range, Dredor sounds a furious grattle cry as he rides forth to face the pressing tide. You quickly follow suit. The first of 27 Otorok. I am fighting from the saddle and have the advantage. It is a... 
Okay, it's adapted his combat tactics. Staggering blow from the Osuruk. Another staggering blow. Oh dear. The Oakum Jaws Oakum Wad suddenly emits a blazing green glow. The Osuruk is stunned. It cannot attack this round. But it could attack. This is still it's stunned again. Yes, it's very, very handy, that. 9 XP for that. Okay, now you've seen what, what that wad can do. I'm going to quick combat the rest of these. Because you've seen me fight Otoruk before. They're pretty much all the same. The Otoruk, because that's pretty much the point of them. They're a standardised army of doom. Yotaro crumbles into a split heap of spilletted wood and twisted metal on the ground below. You quickly turn in the shadow, only to find yourself confronted by another of the sinister wood and iron beings. It's number two. Dralidir, only a dozen yards to your left, fighting valiantly against the surging horde of Yotaro. You valiantly engage the next of your fearless foes. Quick combat... It is slain. 9 XP. Here's number 3. Yes, I, I think I'm losing a lot less health from these fights. Number 4. But still a lot, mind. Because that, that's the thing about Overwork. They scale. So every, every, pretty much every fight of them is going to wear you down. Yeah. And there's always a lot of them. Well, with a few exceptions. Here's number seven. Slain. Have I gotta get have I gotta get through all twenty-seven? Yeah, I might I might run out of Neville Reserve first. Here's number nine. Quickly turning your saddle, only to find you're confronted by another twisted up number 10. Oh, oh dear, that, that one really hurt me. Time for a bit more healing. Oh, well, I've, I've still got the quick stone heals to do. Quick combat from that. Suddenly, oh, something has happened. A sudden sharp. Sharp cry from your left causes you to whip your head in the direction of your brave companion. You spot Jaladir's riderless horde, and immediately your heart sinks. The much to surprise and relief. The young knight rises up out of the midst of the surging throng of Otorok, the blade of his sword glinting as he valiantly slashes out at his fearless enemies. In your next instant, your eyes are drawn to the foot of the grassy shelf, where, much to dismay, you spot another group of Otorok, larger yet than the one now assailing your position, moving swiftly towards the battle. Oh, no, no, what, are there going to be 40 of them? 50 of them? I, I, don't, I don't have enough magic. I, I, I don't have enough magic to heal that many fights. 
I mean, I only, I only get one shot of the Wonder Dragon file, and that'll bring down one. And the two Quickstone charges, that'll probably give me a, another five rounds, maybe? No, no, it's going to be... I'm going to run out. I'm going to run out of... I'm just going to be worn down by sheer attrition by all these Otorok. Unless something happens... Dranelair, his tunic stoked with blood, turns and shouts a warning to you. In that instant, you realise, with a mi- mix of horror and admiration, the old knight is about to fill, fulfil one of the oaths. Oaths he swore when he was initiated into the Order of the Blue Blade. Save yourself, Soup, he cries, holding up his, his clenched left hand. A bright blue glow animates from his mailed fist. Wide out of here! Wide! Okay, well, how, how am I riding out? I mean... I mean, if I could... If there's a way for me to ride out, there's a way for the Otorok to get in there. I'm put, I, thought, I thought I was in a... Yeah. Maybe it's... I can get out, but... The way to the exit is really twisty and long. Okay, maybe it's that. Yeah, it's like I'm on a long... It goes... It's a narrow path that goes a mile or two. and Yeah, something like that, maybe. Dralador, still swinging his blade, repeats his demand, crying for you to flee at once. It goes against your every instinct to leave him. You realise it is too late to save the young knight, or to prevent the deadly spell he's about to unleash. Crying out in anger and frustration, you urge your horse into a gallop, charging to the west in a desperate bid to out to dis- distance yourself from the fight. As you ride away, you whisk a glance back over your shoulder only to be momentarily blinded by a dazzling flash of the shore light. Seconds later, when you when you slowed your thundering steed to a halt and your sight has returned, you stare wide, wide-eyed back across the sloping expanse to the east. No being, living or otherwise, stands or stirs on the grassy self shelf. Your heart pounding, and yet every sense alert for the first sign of danger. You ride slowly back across the grassy expanse towards the scene of battle. Soon across the field, unmoving, but unmarred by marks of violence, lies the entire Otorok Legion. The top of the sloping, sloping stealth to the north, you come upon the body of Draladir. The young knight lies on his back in the knee-high grass, his eyes closed and his sword on the ground at his side, a victim of the very magic he unleashed on his relentless foes. You promptly dismount and move to the young man's side, after bidding a silent farewell to the fallen knight, whose selfless act act very likely saved your life. He place his sword on his chest and carefully fold his arms across the engraved blade. 
as you prepare to climb back into the saddle. You're startled by movement in your direction of duality as lifeless body. You stare down at a young right corpse and are shocked to discover his face is twitching. Duality's eyes suddenly spring open. The young knight knocks his steely gaze upon you. Shock turns to horror as a fierce, sinister look passes across his bloodied face. A low, wavering voice issues issues forth from beneath his unmoving lips. It's a voice you've heard before. It's going to gnaw us at asp here. You might not have heard that, so I'll read it again. One of the most distinguished members of the Grey Circle's High Council, and an advisor to the Grey Mage, the Master Spellcaster, Glinoras, is a man versed in nearly every magical discipline. His speciality, however, lies in the magical art of gating. Oh dear, that means he's probably, even if if he had good intentions... He probably accidentally brought, got involved in some deep, dark stuff from deep in the neverness, which is th- which would thoroughly corrupt him. Also, we know from previous encounters, he's on the bad guy's side. And also his own side. It has been rumoured that Gnoris may have learned the secrets of Quirard's cipher. As he has mastered the art of unlocking and travelling through shadow paths. The forest cannot contain the might of our army or the will of our master, says the voice, growing louder with each voice spoken. As undeserving as you are, it has been decreed you will be given a final chance. To mend your tiresome ways. And in doing so. Step back from the brink. Of utter ruin. On which you now teeter. The voice fades. And Dralladeer's eyes. Slowly close. You wait for nearly a minute. Expecting the voice to sound again. But it does not. With your mind still wheeling. You bid a silent farewell to the fallen knight before mounting your steed and staring down out of the hills. Your trek out of the hills proceeds without incident. After rounding the northern edge of Lake Irwin, retracing the very path you previously took with Dwaladir, you begin a steady journey southward towards Mixborough. This time... The journey is a lonely one. Hmm. Surprised I didn't consider going after those three brigands, but I guess they're not really a concern now. During the ride, your thoughts are plagued, not only with the unnerving prospect that Otruk are now able to venture beyond the boundaries of Fogwa, but that the deadly dark creations of Coratel seem to be under control of what may prove to be a far more sinister entity. That being Woundskin. When at last Migsbro looms into view, you're happy to shut out such dreadful notions 
as you prepare to enter the city. Passing through the gates of the burgeoning Witherport, beneath a cloudy late afternoon sky, you vow you will send word to the Order of the Blue Blade in Warsaw, informing the young knight's brother in arms of his passing and relating to them the valour of his last stand. Not far along the city's main thoroughfare, your thoughts return to the present as you and several other recent arrivals find, them, find yourselves thronged by a large and aggressive group of beggars as a pair of guardsmen move over to dispose of the undesirable lot. You urge your horse through the remainder of the crowd, continue along the street. Your eyes peeled, peel for the first ta tavern with an adjoining stable. And that finishes that adventure with another 1,024 experience to general and 128 experience to all skills and powers. So what's next? Hmm... A new adventure hasn't been unlocked, but if we scroll down a bit further, Hawklaw Stables, there is one event slash scenario in the village of Hawklaw. Something that will happen there if... If we go ahead with this business, whatever it may be, but that will be something to do for next time. But until then, once again, going to save the game. Next time, we'll be going to Hawklaw just to see what's up. But until then, farewell fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.